0: Welcome to the Monday Nights Podcast. Anchored in sobriety, we're a group of men building real connection and relationship. Going after the things that make us fully alive. If that's what you're looking for, you're in the right room. Hey, and welcome back. This is the Monday Nights Podcast. My name is Shay, and we're back for another episode. Thanks for joining us. Tonight we wanted to dive into a very important topic, and this again is a foundational piece that we're going to build off of. We started talking about sobriety in the early episodes, and today we are going to continue that conversation. It's it's a big message in the room, and we want to continue, like I said, to build off that and to start giving you and other guys a framework for how we think about it you know what we've learned and and kind of give you anything we can to to help you on your journey so tonight we're gonna we're gonna dive into that to help us do that we use a tool called the sobriety mountain i did not come up with this concept i do not claim any fame to this but uh I did pick this up and it is one of my favorite things about the room so we're just going to spend some some time just focused in on that and hopefully this is helpful to you on your own journey or if somebody you, you know you know is trying to figure this thing out and yeah so here we go a uh, couple of questions that I think this answers basically it's like okay if if you're committed to this if you're ready to jump in a group if you're ready to find some guys and And go after this thing, you know, we've made it a big point to talk about what sobriety is and how big of a deal it is and all this. But practically speaking, how the heck do you do that? And and what have you learned that's been successful? The Sobriety Mountain basically is is a roadmap that is going to lay out sort of a visual for you for what it's going to look like to get sober. And I'll explain some of the details behind that, what we've learned and how to use the sobriety mountains so that you understand what to expect, how it can go, and kind of helps you understand and have a better framework for getting sober and what that looks like. So um, just real quickly, again, sobriety for us in the room is basically just having self-control and being in your right mind having a sound mind and not being medicated by any thing or substance so call it sex and porn or food or work or whatever whatever your thing is that you run away with that you avoid life with video games youtube like the list goes on and on so sobriety is is kind of the baseline that we want to work with. And it's, it's honestly the first and only goal for every guy sitting in the room. And I honestly, I really, really have no other objective with new guys, especially um, even if they've been there a while and they're still not getting it. I don't change the subject because it is just that important. If we're not able to get sober, it's like trying to learn how to swim, and thinking and talking about it while you're sitting on the beach. Like it's just not, it's not going to get you anywhere. So again, I can't emphasize this enough. Uh, Sobriety is the absolute building blocks and the foundation that we build everything off of. And it honestly, it's, it's probably why our, our, original group has been so successful is because we've been able to replicate this and do this and figure this out in a way that makes sense to guys. And and this tool will hopefully shed some light on that. So the tool, if I was drawing it here for you, um, just picture like basic mountain stick figure <laughs> type thing, you know, and you're the little guy here on the bottom. Um, first of all, I just want to say this and proclaim this to you if you're new or haven't been in one of our groups before sobriety is absolutely freaking possible let me tell you like there is hope if if you came to this podcast or to our website or whatever and you don't know that i just want you to to absolutely hear me on that it it's not only possible it's not that complicated at the end of the day we've learned a ton of stuff and can simplify it and it's it's really all about how to de- how to develop self-control and position yourself well into freedom and into this lifestyle of freedom so basically our our goal in helping you get sober is not this like religious behavioral system where y- you don't mess up and you have all you know these moral gods here that y- you appease and And you do all the right things and check all the right boxes. Sobriety, like I said, it's just, it's a baseline. It basically just brings your head above water. And the good and the hard thing about it is it sucks. (laughs) And it's hard. And it's only, you know, one part of the journey. The hardest part about sobriety is that when you do it right, it's really painful. And it's not fun. And that's why a lot of guys don't do it or have just a massive amount of resistance against it. Because they have all of this pain swirling around that even if they were able to get sober, they don't have an answer for all the pain. They don't have a game plan for what to do with all the internal stuff. So what we want to do, basically, when you're brand new, you're acting out in some way, some form or fashion, our first goal is stop doing whatever you've been doing. You know, I, I always kind of visualize it as like, hey, let's put the fire out and see what's left. Like, l- let's let's actually pull over to the side of the road, pop the hood, and take inventory. Because until we do that, we don't really know. It, you know, like we talked about in our last episode, that emotional condom is protecting you the the medication the porn the dopamine cycles that you're in you don't have a chance to feel anything so we don't actually know what's going on with you so first and foremost like put the fire out stop doing whatever it is that's taking you out of your real life your reality and let all that stuff start bubbling up obviously easier said than done You know, if it was that simple, most guys would have done this on their own and they wouldn't need Monday nights and they wouldn't have these issues. So depending on who you are, how it works, you know, obviously some guys get in the room and it clicks for them and they finally get some of their needs met and they're able to get sober and, and start running right away at what's going on in their heart. Other guys don't, other guys take time and, and you know, are are unaware of where they are and what they need. And that's okay. Like I want you to know like there's no gold standard for this should take six weeks, this should take six months. If you don't have it together in a year, then you're a failure. It's not what we're looking for. What we're really looking for is a guy that's willing to work hard, that's willing to learn about himself and not quit. Like the guy that keeps showing up and doesn't quit is our all time favorite guy. So as long as you're doing that, you're going to get there. Um, Again, this is our roadmap on how to get sober. And sobriety is is honestly, it's not the end goal. It's just the first step, the first tier in getting us to where we want to go. So just know that this is not an arrival. This is not, you know, a trophy that you hang on to and you point to. And it's the only thing you ever did. You know, it's not that. Um I remember when I was pretty new to the room asking other guys in the room about this you know you you hear stuff biblically about you know like the lord 's prayer and how you need to flee temptation right you need to run away from it you need to you need to bail right that 's the joseph story and it's the truth on this side of the sobriety mountain. I call it on the left-hand side. You got to play defense. Like you got to do whatever you got to do to not put yourself in a position to perpetuate these triggers that want to help make you act out, like that make it easier to act out. We're playing defense on this side of the of the mountain here. We will shift at some point when you get a certain amount of sobriety underneath your belt. When you get some momentum, you get your needs met, you have friends and you're connected, we will turn the corner and we're no longer going to play defense. We're going we're gonna to start running. And at that point, we're going we're gonna to go on the offense. You know, We're going to start digging into freedom and we're going to start pushing the boundaries and we're going to start digging into what brings you life and taking risk. But on this side of the mountain, we take as little risk as possible. And how we do that is start limiting your freedom until we figure out how to balance your freedom and your boundaries well, because that's what most guys have. Most guys have way too much freedom and very little boundaries, if at all. (laughs) Most guys don't even know how to have a conversation about boundaries and what that is. Um, And that's where we start. So new guy sits in my group. How's it going? When's the last time you acted out? Blah, blah, blah. Cool. Your homework this week. Don't act out. Super simple. Next week, we talk about it. Hey, how'd it go? Well, you know, I uh, messed up. Okay. Well, what'd you do? Uh, I watched porn twice, jerked off twice. I'm like, okay, that's okay. Like, I'm nobody's upset at you. We're working on this. So tell me about when you did that. Like what time of day? Uh, I don't know. Like it's probably like one or one thirty in the morning. <laughs> okay, that is a good indicator. There, there's a good clue. Um, so we basically start reversing the patterns here and r- reverse engineering what's going on. Like, okay, easy indicator. You're up way too late. Your homework this week is to have a bedtime of nine thirty, and you need to be up by six thirty easy one. But again, that's that's the balance of freedom and boundaries that we need to find because as as boys learning to become men, our mom is not there telling us what to do anymore, and we've just never figured out what we need. This thing is all about figuring out what you need to be successful for this goal of not acting out. So it could be lots of things. It could be bedtime, it could be, I mean, for me, you know, after I got married, and was acting out and wrecking my marriage, I I had a boundary of like, I cannot be on my phone after my wife goes to bed. Because I realized pretty soon into into the plan, this is what's going on over and over and over and over again. She goes to bed, I'm up late on my phone and I act out. So reverse engineer that, basically the goal is to make good decisions easier and bad decisions harder. So, if I'm not on my phone after she goes to bed, it's it's way harder for me to have to think about changing that. And we'll get into the psychology later in episodes, but you realize that the habitual nature of addiction is all rooted in the synapse systems and the the hundreds of times that we do the same thing over and over and over and over again, you know, you basically pave the I5 freeway through your brain and your brain's on autopilot and it does stuff that you don't even have to think about after a while. So basically you need to start unwinding that. And that's the vulnerability part that we talk about in group, but it's also just the super practical part. So we're going to give homework on here's your bedtime and you need to leave your phone in your car at night. I'm like, wow, that's really hard. Like, yeah, I know do you want to get sober? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm really sick of this issue and hopefully that's where you're at. You know, we will run up against that with different guys, um, that aren't willing to do that, that say, no, I can handle it or whatever it is. And I may give the guy a couple of weeks. I may let him test stuff out and that's fine. But once we see a pattern, once we get enough data coming back from how homework went, I'm going to push him. I'm gonna say, hey man, obviously this isn't working for the sixth time. You know, we love you, but this is your homework. It's not optional because this is your goal. Everybody's goal in the beginning is get sober at all costs. And that phrase, at all costs, needs to be burned into your brainstem, because that is how you're gonna get this thing. We haven't talked about this a lot yet, but pornography sex addiction any sort of medicating issue there like obviously we focus a lot on sexual stuff because sexual issues are different than other issues it's different than food it's different than gambling it's different than workaholism bulimia whatever there's a lot of issues out there sexual issues in general which 90% of the guys that walk in our room have some sort of sexual issue. It's different. Biblically, you'll hear it talked about as a sin against your body. I will tell you, having struggled with it for 15 years, it is trying to kill you. Like, I want you to hear me clearly. Like, it is evil in its purest form. And if you let this thing go, if you rationalize it, if you don't have at all costs built into your operating system it's cancer it is not it is not if you're going to act out again it's when and how bad and how much hurt are you going to cause and i get that real with guys like how much longer are you going to be okay investing in the sex trade how much longer are you going to be okay cheating on your wife You know, the New Testament, Jesus talks about, if you have a lustful thought about a woman, you've committed adultery. Like, holy crap, that's a high standard. And we take that super seriously. So I will push guys and I'll just tell them like, hey, this is what we do and we're not changing the subject. So unless you can come to terms with this, we don't have anything else to talk about. If you need to take a break, take a break. I love you. But if you're willing to work hard and keep trying, we're gonna get creative. we're gonna figure out what you need to do to get there and the beautiful part is most of the time it's not complicated, you know like for me, like I said, go to bed on time and don't have my don't be on my phone after my wife goes to bed. you know like it was that simple for me, and I got sober. There's a whole bunch of other little things that I did, but it it wasn't complicated, and then after a while. You know, you, we've got this mountain analogy, right? Um, after a while, you get to the top of the mountain and you get a week's sobriety. You get a month. You get 30 days again after messing up. You get six months. And all of a sudden you build this momentum and it's like, wow, it is possible. And you start thinking and, and clearing your brain of what we call porn brain. Because really, when you're medicating all the time and you have the synapse dopamine cycle going on, you're really on a different planet. Like you really are not hearing people. You're not connecting. You're not feeling anything. And that's no way to live life, you know? So it's a beautiful thing when a guy gets sober. It's also brutal and hard. I want you to know that. When you finally get there, you're going to have this crazy experience. You're going to have this flood. And Eli can tell you this. Every other guy that I've known can tell you this. You start having these experiences that you've never had before of actually being present in the moment and feeling what this person's feeling when you're talking to them. Understanding concepts that didn't make sense to you before. And then all of a sudden, life happens in real time you know when you're medicating and and when you're in this addiction cycle type stuff you don't actually know what's going on most of the time you, you don't you don't have a perfect equation of this thing happened and i felt this and i did this and you know whatever it's like you just run from things like that's your mode of operation is have as little pain in my life as possible and don't change and I hate this. This sucks. God hates this. I don't want to do this again. I suck. I must be broken. Oh, I guess I'll try again. You know. And we'll talk about the shame cycle and how that works later. Um, but like I said, on this side of the, of the mountain, if you can think of a mountain here, um, the left-hand side, we're playing defense. So we're going to figure out what boundaries need to be in place to help you be successful. We're going to set you up for success with some very basic pragmatic things like that. Once we get up to the top of the mountain, so to speak, then we're going to reevaluate and see how you're doing. And and the goal, the ultimate goal is not sobriety. Like that's an intermediate goal. That's that's step one is we're going to get there. And we don't live there though. We don't set up camp at the top of the mountain and call it good and try and live there. You know, that's, that's what a lot of groups, you know, kind of talk about and I don't want to rag on anybody, but to us, we've just realized that there's so much more freedom to be had. There's so much more life to live than just white knuckling it and trying not to mess up. And just to explain a little bit, like, I don't even really care. Eventually, like when the guy in my group has proven that he's committed to this process, that at all costs is his value system, if he messes up, if he acts out, if he looks at porn, if he does whatever, to me, it doesn't even bother me because he is moving and running in the right direction. And making your way up the sobriety mountain is how you do that. Most guys wander around the parking lot, <laughs> as I've said before, and they don't know how to get started and they don't know how to start building that way. Simple boundaries, simple tools to help you start thinking differently and dealing with your pain is how you get there. And we'll co- we'll cover more of those things as we go on. Um, but having boundaries, like I said, putting the fire out first and foremost and then coming up with a game plan on how do you deal with your pain? What do you do with this flood of emotions? What do you do when you can't calm down and you're pissed off? What do you do when you're depressed and grieving? What's, what's the next step? You know, like We're going to cover all of that. There's a lot of stuff to go through when it comes to that. But first and foremost, you put the fire out. You get to sober. You get control over your hand and your mind, and you start there. And then, as we make our way down the other side of the sobriety mountain, that's when we start to integrate freedom back into it. I now can be on my phone after my wife goes to bed. It's not a big deal anymore. you know I don't have filters on my computer. I don't have filters on my phone. I haven't for a long time, and i I honestly don't think they're required or necessary and some guys do, and it's like, okay, all right, I can respect that, but for me. The other side of the sobriety mountain is about taking risk and pushing into those feelings of like, okay, I have a boundary for this, why? Like, like, why am I struggling at night? Like, start asking those questions and becoming more awake to the belief systems, the thought patterns, the feelings that are coming up. And, and then same thing, reverse engineering those in a safe way that you're not gonna fall off the wagon. But again, you have the systems, you have the people around you to to catch you. You know, you're not going to spiral into a shame cycle and wake up 18 months later, you know, divorced and in the middle of nowhere, unemployed. Like, the whole reason Monday nights work is because we're all in this together. We're all doing the same thing, and it never changes. Like, at some degree, we stop talking about sobriety and we talk about other stuff. At the same time, on a weekly basis, I have this conversation with... Epic leaders in the room, man, I, you know, I get this phone call. Oh, so struggling right now not to act out. I just want to go look at porn and drink myself stupid. Like, okay, that's all right. What's going on? This thing. And then we talk through it. So to, to a degree, we get sober and we move on to awesome stuff. To another degree, it's a repeated conversation we have over and over and over and over again until we get there so in general, like I said, I just want this to be a framework for you and some tools for you to get started. Obviously this is not going to change your whole life. You need those guys in your group to be there with you and to know your blind spots and to know your BS when it's flowing because they're the ones that are going to call you out. And they're also going to know boundaries, you know, your wife also another great person to ask about boundaries. She probably has all kinds of good information you could use to understand where your boundaries are failing and where your level of freedom needs to be dialed back. So hopefully this was helpful. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next week. Thanks again.